Hello guys, welcome to another episode of my podcast. This is Passion Behind the Voices. I was just sitting outside enjoying the beauty of God's creation, enjoying the peace that comes with nature and just observing the things around you. I observed the creatures, the animals, just doing all that they were created to do. And I just begin to think about the world that we live in, a world that is so hostile towards God and the things of God. And not just the things of God, but even the basic elements of creation. And I'm reading a book. It's called God According to God, and it's written by a guy uh, by the name of Gerald Schroeder. And in this book, he dives into some pretty deep things um, dealing with the skepticism surrounding creation and God and just the existence of God. And specifically, one of the things that really stuck out to me was a statement he made in the book about um, the skepticism that I'm talking about. And he says that a lot of the people that, you know, really um, question the existence of God, one of their main concerns, the main things that they really want to know is why a God that is actively interested in his creation why is he um, said to have compassion when he allows so much to happen specifically it says if this supposed creator is actively interested in its creation then that creator has a very perverse sense of compassion and perhaps of humor more like that of a monster earthquakes tsunamis cyclones have swept hundreds of thousands to their horrendous deaths approximately 80 million humans have been murdered by fellow humans the past century. So I really want to turn this question around on them. Like, it's not that God has a perverse sense of compassion. Maybe it's that us as humanity, we have a perverse sense of what God is supposed to be and how he's supposed to be. And we have this tendency to think that we know what is best for ourselves. And we like to measure things by our, our own standards and We think we know how things are supposed to operate when our minds can't even comprehend the, you know, the parts of creation that aren't seen. Um, Gerald Schroeder, he calls this the metaphysical or like the spiritual where we cannot see. And I'm not, you know, I'm not really big into philosophy, although it interests me so much and I read a lot of it. I don't really understand a whole lot of it because that's just not my area of expertise but I do have an understanding that we serve a God that has created so many great things and he knows far more than we could ever know um and I just go to the scripture in Psalm 53 um verse 1 where it says that the fool has said in his heart there is no God you know We live in a world where people will give glory and praise to the universe. They'll give glory and praise to their money. Um, They'll worship their position at a job. They'll worship all these different things, these different celebrity idols. And we don't give that much glory to God. You know, and we would rather leave our lives up to chance and basically just say whatever happens to me happens. Like even if I don't have a destination after I die. Um, 
I'm okay with that as long as I get to have heaven on her, heaven on earth here and now. And don't get me wrong, it's good to enjoy the life that you have, but there is still eternity left that you have to cross over to. And that's where a lot of people um, fail. They don't realize that there is something after this. Um, I was just talking to a friend of mine earlier this week and just talking about how you read the different books of the Bible and you see these men of God, men and women of God that really had a relationship with God Almighty, the creator of the universe, that they wrote and it's as if they were already in heaven. They were already living in elevated positions um, and they really had a different perspective of everything around us so much that they could have had the greatest achievements here on earth. But they consider that to be nothing compared to eternity, specifically the, the Apostle Paul. You read his letters and you just see that he talks about his revelations and how he went to, you know, the third heaven and how he was trained under the, one of the greatest uh, teachers of that time and all these different things. But then he considered that to be nothing compared to his mission and his call as an apostle of Jesus Christ, a preacher of the gospel. And then you look at today's world, today's society, where, you know, we would rather give more glory to ourselves and to what we've done uh, more than we would give glory to God. And I feel like society has gone more in the direction of being just agnostic or I believe there's something, but I don't know exactly what it is. And I'm OK with that. You know, for me personally, I'm not OK with leaving it up to chance. I want to know without a shadow of a doubt, that I'm not just living this life and going through what I go through for nothing. Like, it has to be for a reason. There has to be something after this. Um, and it just it's so important to realize that you're not just living for here and now, but you're living to live again, whether that be an eternity with God or an eternity away from God. It's still important to you know, think about that and really live your life um, as if um, you are standing face to face with God at this very moment. And you're ready, you, you know, you're ready to give an account for your life. Um, that's one of the most important things that we can live for is to meet God and give, like I said, give an account for how you've lived this life. And you look at creation, you look at, you know, the elements of society, you look at the way things are going, the the mindset that people have nowadays. And you can see scripture coming to pass about, you know, people being lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, having itching, itching ears, you know, wanting to uh, gather teachers that will tell them exactly what they want to hear. Um, they don't want to hear the full truth of God's word. They don't want to hear the full gospel of Jesus Christ. They would much rather be comfortable in their sin and what they have done and their achievements and their money rather than focus on what is after this? What is after this life? What do I have to um, face once I die? And I just feel like it's important that we really think about the fact that we have to stand before a holy God. We all have to stand before a holy God. And even if the skeptics don't want to believe it, even if people will 
criticize you for the faith that you have now on this earth, just know that you have a reward waiting for you in heaven. And it's all of our goal. It's all of our purpose. And it was a part of the plan when we were created that we would all find our way back to the creator, find our way back to that image of God Almighty. And we're all going to have to face that one day. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he is the King of Kings and he is the Lord of Lords. Even if people don't want to recognize that right now and give God the glory that they should give him now, the glory that he deserves. Um, and no m amount of glory we could ever give him is ever worth the amount of love and sacrifice that he has poured out for his people to save a sin sick world. The more I look into scripture, the more I look into the word of God, I realize that I have so far to go, but I have also come so far. I've come a mighty long way from where I used to be. And I know that, you know, if you are striving to get to the place where God wants you to be, he's going to honor that. He's going to remember everything that you have done to pretty much become who he has created you to be. Like, even just looking from the creation of Adam and Eve and how God, you know, created life in the earth and how through time people have become further and further. They have moved further and further away from God and away from his original plan for humanity. I just see that there's going to be a major, major awakening and shaking that happens in the earth before Jesus comes back to where people, they really won't have an excuse for why they live their lives for themselves and not for God. Um, pretty much, you know, I just wanted to really talk about this today because it's been something that's really been on my heart. I really don't know the words to say to describe how I feel, but I know that we have work to do as a church and as just people, as humans, we have to shake ourselves and get ourselves ready for eternity. You know, Jesus is on his way back. And I know we have heard that for a very long time. But if you just take a look at society, you take a look at the world we live in today. All the signs point to Jesus making his return soon and very soon. Like, it's so important to keep that in mind. And I hope that through this episode and through prayer and study of the word that we all get a God conscience where everything that we do needs to be filtered through the thought that God is watching and God is he's keeping tabs and, you know, he's writing down everything that I'm doing. Like, and he's making sure that I'm doing exactly what he has asked of me to do and I have to live a life of repentance and constant devotion and closeness to my creator that's the most important thing nothing else matters that's the only thing that matters and while we are here living on this earth may we get an understanding that everything that I do everything that I say everything that I have is all for the glory of God